Welcome to episode 97 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg. My co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How you doing, Warren? I'm uh, here another week. How are you doing? You're here another week. Yeah, it's, It feels like it, it's the, the weeks go pretty quick. I mean, they really do, Ashley. I mean, it's seems like we did a show i do we do another show um i i do another show with uh you and a uh, guy and then every sunday my yep. wife does a zoom call with her family it just feels like you know every time yeah. that every time it comes up i feel like this just happens so i don't know the weeks are just tying together man they're just tying together yeah we thought we we're probably busier than we are uh, than we were actually being in the office so yeah well, uh, we, after two months you find out other things to do so uh, there yeah. you go. There you go. All right, we got we got we got the usual suspects of stuff we're going to talk about this week. Uh, beta four came out. Magic keyboard. Some some good stuff about that. Uh, and some good stories. Apple AirPods Pro. And I got we got a couple really good tips. Um, one of them uh, I did a sh- I do a, a little bit of a the anatomy of share sheet and wanted to go through it a little, a little more in depth and we'll talk about that. So, but of course, before we do any of that, we're going to start with off the news. Um, first article that, uh, that, that caught my eye, this was an Apple insider. Uh, Apple expects iPad Mac sales to grow in June quarter three, despite the COVID-19 and, uh, guess it's not exactly surprising that, uh, they're in this uncertain world that, uh, uh, Apple is deciding it couldn't provide useful revenue guidelines for its fiscal qu- quarter three ending in June. And uh, they, we just reported the uh, 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 the results of uh, quarter two uh, last week. Um, but uh, from what I saw, the, t- the stock made it over $300 a share back back up to get close to where, where it was. So that's a good thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think people are going to start buying iPads and Macs for sure. That uh, got the new MacBook Pro 13-inch and... Uh, and we got the app, iPad Pro, um, the 2020 model. Um, what do you think of this? Yeah, I mean, on the Mac side, a lot of people were holding off because of the keyboard. And, you know, the, mm-hmm. e- even though the issue is not as bad as everybody thinks it is, uh, you know, perception is reality, so a lot of people didn't buy it. So now that the uh, that's not an issue anymore, I think a lot of people are just going to say um, it's time. Um to buy it, uh, to buy it, so they'll do that. Um, the iPad, uh, the iPad Pro is good. The iPad line is good. The uh, keyboard for the iPad uh, is good. Um, so I mean, th- there's not much in the lineup now that I wouldn't, you know, recommend somebody to to check out um, at this point. So um, you know, we'll see what the quarter after that will do. But uh, a lot of people are at home. A lot of people are using their iPads at home. A lot of people are using their computers at home. Uh, and a lot of people didn't have computers, uh, you know, at home. They just, you know, a lot of people aren't like us and aren't tech crazy and they go to work, sit on a computer and then come home yeah. and they, they don't feel like sitting on a computer anymore. And that's craziness to us, but that's true. So yeah. now they have to get something um, to to work. There you go. So a lot of the sales are going to be companies, you know, buying it too, but it doesn't matter. It all gets purchased anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Cause that, of course, I put pad sales were, were, were way, were way down last quarter. Uh, and, um, yeah, but I'd like to see, like to see a bit, a nice increase, uh, with it, but, uh, so yeah, it's gonna be hard to say though, what, what, what happens, but you know, I think iPhone sales definitely are going to be, they're going to keep cranking. Uh, that's for sure. Um, you know, the SE, they haven't really said much yet as far as how many numbers are going to be coming out with the, with that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting uh, to say at least see, uh, see where, where we're at. So um, next story, WWDC 2020 is now going to be um, as we expected virtual. Well, they, they officially announced the date. It's going to be June 22nd. Um, there is going to be a swift coding competition for students, which I kind of think is kind of fun. Um, and everything is going to be held exclusively online, which is you know, not to, not surprising um, because of the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, lots of cancellations, lots of other stuff and a lot of other like Google IO and a lot of other conferences canceled. So you know, this is this, you know, this is hats off to, to Apple to, to, to continue on this. 
Um, my inter- interesting thing is, are they charging for this? They really haven't mentioned that yet. Have you have you heard anything about I, that? I actually heard they're not. I heard if you have a developer account, it's uh, that's it. You don't pay anymore. So beautiful. Um, so we, which we both do. <laughs> we both do. Um, and uh, so they said it was free for anybody with a developer account, and uh, they they updated the developer app a little bit on iOS uh, not too yeah. long ago for, for to prepare. Um, you know, how they're going to do it, I don't know. Um, you know, I, the year I went, you know, you and I are the same. We have the developer account, so we can play with the betas. Not that we actually develop anything, which is fine. Which I should. I, I, I don't know why, what I'm waiting for. I need, I, I don't want my app, what I'm waiting to not have my app out, you know? I, if, um, if I had a good idea for an app, maybe I'd think about it, but I, I, I don't. Yeah. Um, but that's the, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> they're, they're all out there, anyways. And, but I mean, you know, so when I was out in WWDC at the live event, you know, there was a lot of sessions. There was a lot of um, things. Yeah. That, oh, that's right. You, 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 you did go. I did right? go. There's, so, so there's, you know, there's a bunch of things that were totally over my head, but not everything. There was a lot of uh, things yeah. that were, you know, interesting for just people in the field. Um, you know, like at the time uh, when I went, there was uh there was new tech, maybe it was not even HomeKit. I forget what it was, but it was something coming into the the, the ecosystem and they were talking about how they're going to incorporate it. And and you get like 50 or 60%. So, you know, if you have an account, check it out. Yeah. Um, but uh, Yeah, you could download, there's an app that's called, the, it's the developer app. It's an Apple developer um, specific app for that. And um, yeah, check it out. I mean, even if you're a public beta tester, who knows, maybe they'll let those folks in too. Uh, they really haven't got any specific set. I, I, I would I doubt it, so. but I, I yeah. agree with you. I would doubt it, but, uh, but yeah. yeah, I think it's anybody which that's pay, paying the ninety nine dollars a year. Well, we'll do it, and you know there might be some, you know a lot of people that sign up to do it just to you know to, to it's ninety nine bucks. You know, if you don't have a developer account, a lot of people might be interested just to check it out for ninety nine bucks. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that terribly expensive. I mean, that's for sure. Um, yep. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to see I mean, uh, other conference I go, I, I had gone to in the past, uh, Jamf, the Jamf user, you know, JNUC, the Jamf uh, uh, user conference, um, Jamf Nation, I should say. Um, and they were planning on moving away from Minneapolis for the first time in over 10 years because uh, that conference would, would always be up there about 10 years. Uh that conference is going to was going to be in San Diego this year, and they already decided to cancel it and make it all virtual. And the good thing is that conference also is going to be free. So just sign up and uh, get to watch the keynotes and the whole shebang. So I think that's the trend yeah. that's going to be the rest of this year. I'm pretty sure a lot of these conferences is going to be the streaming. And it's going to lose. It's going to lose a lot of its charm. Um, there's definitely no doubt about yeah. that. But um, oh, I agree. You know. It, it will still be interesting, but uh, yeah, I don't think definitely Apple. I don't think once it's uh, the pandemic's over, I'm pretty sure they're, they're going to go back to the way it was because I think I think they enjoyed. Oh sure, yeah. I think, oh, everybody wants the face to face. I mean, believe me, I when I went to CES, it was great. A lot of good to see people, and um, and you had uh, folks. Uh, that one or go to WWDC and, and a lot of the other conferences. Yeah, you, you just you just can't beat face to face in a lot of sense. So sure. Yeah. Um, XR, sorry, uh, Apple believes the iPhone SE will help lure over Android users. And uh, the article says uh, if you're looking for a value in a smartphone, you'd be hard pressed not to find the, uh, the, a better deal than Apple's recently released uh, iPhone SE, which is priced, of course, at $399. And their next gen SE boasts that A13 processor. Result, the device can outperform pretty much any Android uh, device out there in, in, in the Android flagships. Um, so uh, I'm not surprised here at all. And, and even Tim Cook is been anticipating what the value of this iPhone SE is going to be. It's going to definitely, I think it's going to start luring a lot more people on to, to, to the, uh, to the Apple side of things. What do you think? Definitely. You know, I mean, people go, you know, people go to, uh, you know, Verizon stores and T-Mobile stores and they start playing with the phones and they want something under, you know, $500. And, you know, in the past it's been like, well, you can get one of these Android phones and, 
they're never happy with it. So now, you know, this is an option. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I know we would recommend it over any kind of Android film, but um, I think it's, uh, you know, it's going to appeal to people who, who were not, it's going to appeal to people who want a cheap phone and, uh, yeah. you know, and want something good. It's not going to appeal to, you know, Android fanboys who wants, you know, the Samsung Galaxy. No, or no, 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 So they're not, they're not going to want it. And I, and I don't blame them because, you know, I'm, the specs are good, but they're, you know, it's fast and all, but I'm sure, yeah. you know, a thousand dollar, a thousand dollar Android phone is still going to have more features and better cameras and blah, 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 things like that. But for somebody yeah. who wants a cheap phone, um, you're definitely better with a uh, 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 SE than you are a cheap Android phone. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I have a, I have a, I have a Pixel, Pixel Two XL that I've had for a number of years, and uh, I use it just for the sake of having an Android device. And uh, it's a great phone. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, for what it does and has, you know, it's pretty, pretty powerful for that. That phone's gosh, gosh, it was probably going on three years old now. Um, but yeah, the Android experience to me, it just isn't there, uh, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. that, there's a lot of people who will beg to differ. Uh, but the, uh, and, and then the other problem is is the operating system. You know, you got these phones that are sold directly through the, through the carriers, and then they don't get their updates for like a year after Google releases a new version of it. So, um, or or at all for that matter, a lot a lot of phones are you know stuck right off the bat. At least Apple's smart enough that. Uh, they they keep a lot of these older devices in place, so it's gonna be definitely gonna be uh, interesting to see uh, where all that goes. So um, that was in the Boy Genius report, by the way. And um, next story, this is an Apple World today. Uh, Apple Watch uh, has a fifty five percent global smart watch market share. This is uh, according to latest research from Strategy Analytics. Uh, global smart watches shipments grew over twenty percent annually. Uh, to reach 14 million units in the first quarter in 2020, the Apple Watch maintained its uh, uh, its first position with 55% of the global smartwatch market share, with Samsung holding second place, Garmin a, a third. Um, so no surprise here. It says Apple Watch did ship 76, 7.6 million units uh worldwide in quarter in quarter one of 2020, which um, interesting how they get that data because I know Apple isn't sharing it. Um, but um, it's, and it was an above average of 23% from a 6.2 million in the quarter one of 2019. Uh, so yeah, I think this is, this is a good thing. I mean, the Apple watch is going to continue to excel uh, and new, new ones will be out. And you know, I, I held off this time. I only have, I still have the series four, you have the series five. And uh, I mean, when series six comes out, uh, I might be thinking. What yeah. do you think? No, I mean, it, uh, I, I think I saw a red, but even you know Garmin and and the other uh, you know watches are doing better than they were. So the whole market is up. It's not just Apple, but obviously Apple is crushing everybody else. But for the most part, yeah. uh, the the whole industry uh, is up, and that's that's a good thing because you know the more people right. get into uh, smart watches and the more people that see them on the wrist, um, the more interest there is, and the more people are gonna you know buy one and nine times out of 10, if they have an Apple, uh, Apple device and iPhone, they're going to get the watch. Um, right. So, so for sales is, you know, company, you know, people like to, you know, poo poo the competition, but competition's great for Apple. They, right. you know I mean, they, with, without Samsung and, and Google and, you know, and Microsoft, you know, they wouldn't be, there wouldn't be the competition. There wouldn't be uh, the the need to to get better, and and that's what Apple does well. So, um, yeah. So it's 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 a good time to own a watch. A lot of people are home yeah. and you know worried about health right now. So, you know, being a health uh, a health device is definitely not a bad thing for these no. days. Absolutely. Um, then, uh, these next two stories are more just talking about devices specifically here. Uh, this one is, uh, about the AirPods. This was an iDrop news. Uh, Apple just released a new AirPods pro firmware, which you never, which, which is funny. You never know they do it. <laughs> and it's supposedly improving noise cancellation. And, um, they quietly released this uh, firmware update uh, for the AirPods pro, not just, not the regular AirPods, just the pro ones. 
It's bringing it to a version 2D115 as a direct upgrade from the earlier 2B588 or 2C54 versions. Uh, when, it was when, that, when it was released last October, the AirPods shipped with a specific uh, iPad. Uh, they, they shipped with a uh, specific format. I don't need to go through all those details, but unfortunately, you don't know what they, what they did and what they changed. Um, other than I know there was a lot of complaints about crackling and, and peop um, the sound not sounding real well and, of course, the noise cancellation issue. We're both using our AirPods Pro right now. I mean, I haven't had any problems. What do you think? No, I did. I have noticed a little bit of crackling here and there, but you never know yep. if it's you never know if it's something wrong with the AirPods or you're too far away from your phone or it's an interference or whatever. So I never really even pieced together that maybe there might be an issue. Um, I somehow forced the update the other day when it came out. Um, there's a, and they said if you, if you pair them and then put them back in the case and then plug the lightning cable to it to charge it, right. it sort of tries to force it. And for whatever reason, it worked. So I got the update. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it happened so infrequently that there's no way I could reproduce it or even know that it was definitely an issue. Um, but I know a lot of people are complaining about it. And then wasn't there another issue that people complained about with the, was it base or was it uh, um there was another issue people complained that one of firmware did something bad to it or they didn't sound as good yeah it might have been the airpods yeah, too the sound deteriorated or yeah, yeah it might have been the last gen uh not the pros i think it was but yeah that it seems to happen when apple releases something uh occasionally people will uh some people have bad luck with it um yeah. and as you said i i i, I haven't so uh, they sound pretty good. No, I love them. I think, uh, you know, I had the old AirPods and, uh, the, I bought them right when they came first came out. I'm sure you did too. Oh, yeah. Um, and I went, I went and tried them the other day. I was using them on another computer and the battery's already shot. I mean, there's like, it only lasts maybe 45 minutes. If that it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to get like two or three hours at the, at, you know, at the, at the bare minimum. Uh, so then I go and I said, yeah, I want to see if this is still under warranty. Of course it wasn't. Um, and I, and the, the Apple support guy says, well, we can get them shipped out and replaced to you. I'm like, okay. And it starts processing it. it it'll be $243. Like, what are you out of your mind? <laughs> well, I, I just don't, I don't know what the price is going to be. I can go buy a new brand new pair for 129 bucks if I really wanted them. Yes. Um, so yeah. a little silly, he spent all that time on there and then, you know, and then he didn't even know, but that, that's all another story. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, that's not perfect. We, we definitely give uh, the AirPods pro our, our thumbs up. We, we, uh, we love them and, uh, I, I, I use them all the time. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Anything else? Um, uh, no, I was just going to say, I, I have a pair of, uh, aftershocks, uh, the, the bone conducting headphones. They're my close second. Uh -huh. Yeah. They're, I like them right. too. So okay, um, but I found the yeah. Ear I'm a little, I'm a little headphone crazy here. I have the the Beats Studio Three headphones I got for free on one Mac for a Mac a year one year. Yeah. Since I do get the the school dis the education discount, they were giving those away for free. And I, of course, my Bose uh, QC of 35s, which I absolutely love those. Um, and uh, and then of course the the two uh, the the the, uh, the Power Beats. Uh, Minis, the ones that go in your in the ear, ear with the with the with the rope with the string. Did and you see uh, the two, Microsoft so. the Microsoft buds that they that they put out there? Um, no, I haven't seen that. Take a look; they look like uh, Frankenstein ears, is what uh, somebody else described <laughs> them as. Go yeah, good old Microsoft. Uh, well, um, we'll see. So, next story: uh, this is in the Cult of Mac uh, Bridge Pro Plus firmware update. To a good start, but the tracks pad issues uh, remain. Bridge, if anybody's not familiar with the company BRYDGE, um, is a company that's been making uh, uh, keyboards for the iPad for years. And then they, uh, I saw them at CES when I was there in January, and uh, they had a really cool the Bridge uh, Pro Plus keyboard with a touchpad. And this was, of course, before we knew that Apple was going to come out with one um, at that time. So I was drooling over a little bit, but I thought it was really nice. Um, but I got, got a lot of great reviews, but unfortunately, the people just did not like the trackpad. And if you look at the trackpad, actually, the trackpad is slightly bigger, I believe, than it is on the 
the Magic Keyboard, but but it didn't work real well. So I guess they, they released this firmware out, and it still isn't fixed, apparently. But everybody's still uh, scrolling, still isn't working, it's broken, it's too fast. It doesn't do the uh, three-finger scroll. Down the scroll from what I read. Yeah. It won't do the three-finger so. scroll. Yeah, it's a shame. What, what do you think of this? I think it probably has a lot to do with the fact that it doesn't use the uh, the, the pins connector. I think it because it uses uh, it goes yeah. over Bluetooth, and I think it's probably right. part of the reason. I think Apple could get a lot better response time out of um, the direct connection, and that's going to help with the yeah. trackpad um, for sure. Um, because I sort of heard good reviews on the. The Logitech one that has a trackpad, the cheap one hundred dollar and fifty one that uh, that works on the uh, works on the uh, on the iPad, the regular iPad, not the Pro. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not sure if that's Bluetooth. It might be Bluetooth as well. But yeah, it's a, I mean it's a shame. But I re- I read the reviews too, and I held off on wanting to buy it. So I'm glad I'm glad I got the uh, the Logitech keyboard. Yeah. Should be happy you did. Yeah, for sure. Still works. Um, all right. Well, that's the news. Let's uh, move on to some of our topics for tonight uh, or today or whatever you're listening. Um, beta, beta. We always talk about beta. And uh, 13.5 is still in beta. And uh, uh, beta 4 just came out, uh, actually, I believe, yesterday, right? And I didn't see any major changes to it. Um what, what uh, do you do you know a lot of the stuff that they have enhanced with 135 uh off uh, if you could recall uh so far no not really the only thing they're really um doing is the covid covid stuff um from what i see uh and i don't see anything different from the last beta um you know everything still works as far as the same with the mask if you're wearing a mask it's so uh which i love this feature by the way but um the mask yeah. will uh, uh be detected and let you swipe yeah. up uh, quickly um and then they made some tweaks with the uh, covid tracking uh setting and um the only thing i could see now is it's off by default and i can't even turn it on right now with this beta it's stuck in yeah. position so um i'm not sure what that means um, now I know that they uh, they did add a new feature in Face ID, uh, including the, like you just mentioned the Face ID changes with the mask, and then the exposure notification. Um, and uh, they also added a feature for medical ID information, where you could actually share your medical information with a you know with a first responder. Um, and um, I thought that was pretty cool. We could share it right from the from the lock screen when when you're you know if there's an emergency. So it's weird in the, in the last beta, it, when you try to enable the COVID uh, tracking, uh, exposure tracking, mm-hmm. it says not available in your country and you can't turn it on. Where the last yeah. beta, you, you could. Um, so I'm not sure. Maybe uh, the U.S. is uh, deciding not to do it at this point. And then, of course, that, that was the other thing that, um, uh, that they add, what the exposure notification system is, is... Uh, it's an API that lets apps, uh, public health authorities and governments worldwide help people figure out if they've been exposed to COVID-19 and if so, what steps it takes. So I think that was that whole discussion I had that we had uh, the damn back to the future about uh, disclosing all your information to the government. Um, so, but I think yeah. Apple is, Apple I, is getting smart with this. I heard some of it and you guys were talking how, you know, how the different countries deal with that. And you know, I heard you talking about it. And I lived in London for a while too, and it it's different. Right. You know, uh, I found that British people are a lot more concerned about privacy than we are here, and a lot of it has to do with you know, you know, at least London has been starting, yeah, you know, they've been starting surveillance yeah. uh, on on the public long before we have. They they had traffic light cameras way before we did. There was actually some kind of rumor that said in London there was no public spaces that you could actually be in uh, that you're not on CCTV. So, um, you know, it's, you know, it's just a different, at this point, we're just trying to get rid of this pandemic, uh, whatever it takes at this point, so we could get back to life is how I feel. No, whatever. Yeah. You know, if the government wants to come in and take my blood, uh, fine. Yeah, at this point, you know. I think we're we're getting pretty close to the last uh, to the release of uh, 
uh, 13.5 um, pretty soon here. Um, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't uh, uh, I wouldn't be st- all surprised if it comes out as in the next few weeks because with WWDC on its way here and you know, moving uh, moving from that. So soon, iOS 13 uh, is going to be old news. So yeah, yeah, we'd probably be at iOS 14 at that point, and um, uh, it's 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 definitely be interesting. It. See, yeah. We haven't heard anything about iOS 14 either. Like, I haven't heard any rumors. Yeah, they, they, I mean, a lot of, oh, some it, rumors, but. There uh, was one thing with their home screen looking a little different. That was right. Where it's going to look a little bit like, a, yeah. a little bit more like um, the Apple Watch uh, um, screen. And the most recent apps are going to be, not the most recent, to suggest, it's going to be series suggestions on a home screen, more or less, uh, of what apps you, they think you want to open. That's all I heard. So that's beta this week, and who knows? Probably I might have another beta version next week, and we'll 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 definitely talk about it. So um, let's uh, go on and talk about a little bit about the Magic Keyboard. Uh, You and I both have had the Magic Keyboard for the iPad Pro uh, for about two weeks now. Um, So now it's two weeks in. Where 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 are you at with it? Are you using a lot more now? Uh, about the same, um, you know, I'm getting to a point now where I use it, where it makes sense to use it, um, where the first week was using it for the sake of using it. Um, but you know, for the times, you know, that I use it, you know, to work, it, it does exactly what I want it to do. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I have no issues with it. It's a, I haven't found any thing that we haven't talked about, you know, the little bit Mm-hmm. You know the viewing angle could be a little better. The um, the top row of the uh, keyboard could be a little less blocked by the iPad. Um, but you know, other than that, you know, the front end. What I read is uh, that's it's it's basically geometry. If they wouldn't made it lean back anymore, it would have fell over uh, because of the, yeah. the the weight of it. So um, yeah, I still use it. Uh, you know, I, I still love it. I still uh, love it a lot more than I did before I got the keyboard. Um, so, uh, we, uh, I fix it actually, you know, you, I would thought by now I fix it would have already had this thing torn apart and torn down and looking in the insides. Cause that's what, that's what they do. Uh, but uh, we have an article in the show notes that we're going to link back to is, um, they, uh, they were able to do an x-ray, believe it or not. And, uh, I don't know if I've not normally seen, I, I fix it, do that, but it's interesting to look at this picture to see, uh, the x-ray and we're looking what it, the inside of the, uh, of the, the magic keyboard looks like you definitely can see right away with the, with the keys. They, they, the, it's, it's no longer butterfly. It's the magic keyboard. Um, did you take a look at this? what do you think? Yeah. So I didn't really look too deep into it, but I saw the picture of it. Um, you know, they, they said it, it, it was a lot of tech in that little package. So that's cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I still don't know why they couldn't get into it. I know it's probably hermetically sealed, but I'm sure they could have filmed a way. Uh, no, actually, they said because of their social distancing and teardown schedules, they weren't able to, mm-hmm. kept up from physically getting inside this magic <laughs> keyboard. But I would venture to say at some point you will be seeing uh, inside uh, of it. Yeah. What, what, what it looks like inside. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I, I, I have it sitting uh, next to me a lot more now than I had ever before. Um, and, um, like like the like the way it feels with the typing again. I'm only thing I'm I'm not so keen about is the battery life, um, and uh, that's uh, I've been noticing that the battery has not been uh, staying uh, staying charged uh, very long. So I can plug. In fact, I'm plugging it in right now as it's down to thirty seven percent here on mine with um, the keyboard on. So yeah, yeah, with the keyboard yeah, and with the keyboard on. When you close it, of course, it's not going. But you got to remember the backlit. The keyboard's backlit, so it's going to be using battery power with that, um, and uh, and yeah, you definitely want to uh, be aware of that when it comes to uh, when it comes to that. So, um, let's go through some some tips and tricks with this Magic Keyboard. Have you have you gone through a lot of these these uh, settings yet, and and uh, uh, try a lot of this stuff yet? I, I have, and I just wanted to kind of share it with everybody else here. Uh, have you? <laughs> Um, I'm looking, I, I, I did number one, obviously I love the fact that I could charge, 
Uh, yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's, 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 let's just, yeah, we'll just start through these. And uh, the first one is, uh, and then we're, we're, we're linking to Matt. Matt Grimmers did a great article on tips and tricks uh, for, for the Magic Keyboard, but um, we'll make sure we give them credit. Uh, hey, there is a free USB port now, which is great. So now you can plug in your power to the, the, to the, the port is on the left, um, and it's right into the side of the Magic Keyboard. So I just plugged it in now. So that's a charging port. Now, remember, this is only a charging port. You 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 um uh you you can only charge it. You can't uh, use it for data or plug in a uh, plugging in like a drive or anything like that. So uh, be aware of that. Um, it, you, you do have to connect to your external display or any other kind of stuff that's going to the main port that's on the iPad. But at least that frees it up now. You know, so now you have two USB C ports instead of one. Um, this one was interesting as far as modifier keys. If you want to be able to go in and modify the keys, maybe there's some keys that you don't use all the time and you'd like to um, reclaim the escape key, um, you can go in and actually uh, to do this. Uh, you go under general keyboard and then hardware keyboard, and then there's a modifier section in there, and then you choose the modifier key you'd like to change. Uh, maybe you don't use the caps lock all the time. You could change that to the escape key if you'd like, um, if you wanted to escape out of it. You, there's a global key on here too. You could, uh, you, so you, you can go through and do modifiers of all these keys um, and add that. Have you tried that at all? Yeah, I did. I tried it uh, for the escape and, you know, I, I thought I would want the escape button more than I wanted the uh, caps lock, and I was wrong, so I changed it back. So I've gotten used to life without an escape key on the, on the iPad at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've used it. I mean, we weren't even using keyboards. We'd have it without and use the virtual keyboard, so. And that's um, the thing is, you know, a lot of times you just, for, you know, once you start using this thing, you forget that you can still touch it. And it's like, you know, I'm like in something and I want to get out of this and I want to kill the app, and I'm like, you know, you know what? I just lean over and just do it, and it's it's uh, it works just as well. So the fact that you could use the keyboard and still use the touch uh, is great. Yeah. And a lot of people, you start. It's so good that you actually forget that it's a touch keyboard. It's a touch screen. So, um, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, the uh, if you want to get access quickly to the virtual keyboard. Uh, uh, you can go right on the on-screen virtual keyboard. You can to do, to do things like typing in accident characters, and because you are limited, there are some things you can't do on the on this Magic Keyboard. Uh, uh, you could touch and hold the the downward-facing uh, chevron in the bottom right corner of the iPad screen, um, and then it'll bring it up. Uh, and then you can just hide it again. You can just tap the key in the bottom right corner uh, of the screen uh, again and do it. Uh, have you tried that at all? No, that's uh, never needed to get the virtual keyboard up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, then you want to be able to adjust the back, uh, the, the backlight brightness. Um, that's the only drawback that, uh, there are no F F keys. So you don't have no function keys. So you can't, you can't change it. So you, you actually go in, it actually goes on the, based on the iPad pro sensors to detect the lighting in your room. So if the keyboard, the keyboard will go light or dark, depending on you know, what you're doing. And if you press the keys, uh, but uh, you can go into the settings app and then you go into general keyboard, hardware keyboard again, and then simply you can drag the keyboard brightness slider to the left or the right to make it brighter or dimmer. Um, and even our, even Mac stories uh, actually for Federico uh, Vitici uh, created a handy shortcut that launches the hardware keyboard section directly. So you can have a little shortcut if you wanted to as well. Um, and um, customizing the cursor behavior. Do you, do you mind the cursor? Cause I think they said that this was specifically designed uh, that they that they really designed it with the iPad in mind. Um, do you do you mind it at all? No, no, I'm, I'm actually fine with it. It's uh, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, before before this whole thing, they they were doing that silly thing with the accessibility uh, uh, thing with the trackpad that I minded. That that bothered me. That cursor was a bad thing, but this is fine. Uh, you know, I, I don't miss it being a pointer. I wouldn't want it actually being a pointer, and uh, the bubble works perfectly for me. So, uh, you know, that's a good thing about a lot of these tips and tricks. Is once, you know, th there's not a lot of customization you could do, and I think Apple did that on purpose right now because you know they yeah. they they knew they kind of got it right, and they they don't want people kind of messing up with it too much. Yeah. Um, and then um, the uh, tap to click uh, uh, the uh, 
two fingers secondary click. Uh, if you ever own a Mac, you know, if you do the natural scrolling, which you tap it. Um, well, you can go into settings, general, and then trackpad, and then you can um, switch on toggle next to tap and click, and then that tap uh, to the trackpad surface with one finger to register a click instead of having it to be physically pressing uh, the trackpad. Uh, you can also make it a two-finger tap if you click and behave as a second click or right click. Uh, if you use a two-button mouse and simply enable the two-finger secondary click on the toggle in the same trackpad settings mode. Again, that's in general and then trackpad. Uh, then you can go in and make those changes. Uh, to just toggle switches on and off. So that's tap to click and two-finger secondary click. Did you try that at all? Yeah, I thought I did play with it. And uh, okay. I think I just set it back to the way it was. Um, I'm a natural scrolling person. And uh, um, the tap to click, I did turn it on. Um, yeah. Because I found that it was, you had a, there's one that where if you tap or touch to click, right? Because right now you don't have to push down. You just got to tap on it. Yeah, that's a tap to click. You, know, you don't actually have to push it down. Uh, I found a lot easier to work with doing uh, it that way. Yeah. Um, and then one more, we'll uh, to access the emojis, you know, because emojis are very important when you're typing. Uh, the globe key that's on the uh, keyboard, which is the bottom left key, uh, will bring up the, uh, the emojis whenever you're in, a, in an app that, that, like, if you're in messages, let's say, and you're, you're composing a message, uh, you tap that, and then the emojis will come up. They, they, they toggle up when you, when you press it. As well as it gives you access to the keyboarding uh, language and all that other stuff. So um, that's some of the tips we have for the Magic Keyboard. I hope there are folks are out there who've um, uh, who who have purchased one for their iPad because uh, we're we're really liking it. And um, I would love to hear from you if you if you uh, um, if any of you have a Magic Keyboard, then would love to give us any uh, any uh, reviews or what the, you're thinking of the Magic Keyboard. Please send us an email at feedback at intouchwithios.com and uh, we'll talk about you on the show and. Uh, don't like to hear. I like to hear anybody else's uh, thoughts of what the, how they're liking this uh, magic keyboard. Anything else you want to add to that? Nope. Good to go. All right. Um, two more things we want to talk about, and we, um, um, in fact, we we we, we kind of did talk about the AirPod, the AirPods Pro. I don't know if we'll go go through that uh again here but uh but this article uh was on medium actually and it's it's always a feel-good meeting when you uh, uh when you hear about finding my lost apple watch may have just made me an apple fanboy forever three weeks in the ocean it's still good as new they so he, he, basically he was uh he's out in the in the north beaches of sydney um and his watch came off of his wrist and sure enough they were able to find it. <laughs> it was just amazing. It was in three to four meters of seawater, about 30 meters out of shore, and a surf break, and then I guess it came up on shore. After gone missing, someone had found it. It's just um, crazy. Don't um, try to sell them. What's that? What's that? So don't try it at home. Don't, don't test the theory. I'm not saying don't try this, but, I mean, <laughs> you know, the stranger things have happened. Uh, I mean... It's just amazing being able to find these devices and, you know, besides the fact of, of finding it, which is great, is the fact that uh, it, it helps with your life too. I mean, with, with the heart measurements and AFib oh, yeah. and, um, and all the other things that the watch has offered. This is just a, this is just a great, uh, this is a great story. Um, no, I, I hate to lose too, but I mean, I mean, amazing. If it's still, it's still in salt water, it still is communicating. <laughs> just it's crazy. Yeah, I've swam. I've I've definitely swam in a in a regular pool with my watch. I haven't. I'm still a little um, wary about going to the ocean with it. So I'm not. I think you can, but I'm not. I'm not there yet. Uh, but definitely under a, just a regular chlorine pool, it's fine. Yeah, I'm a little nervous still. I I still nervous swimming with my watch. I always take it off. I mean, I've got the cloth, uh, the Velcro band, and I, I don't know if that is, is real, does does real well in water. So I'll have to switch it to the, you know, the, the plastic band. Um, 
Wait, how many bands? I, I got like f- 500 bands. I know you have no, 500 you bands. You and me both. Yeah. Come you on. and me both. <laughs> just swap it out with one of the other bands. I'll swap it out. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not complaining. I just, I just uh, as you see on the camera before that's our Facebook Live here, um, yep. you know, I'm using, that's the band I have, and uh, I just tend to not change it. I like it. It's so, it's so comfortable. But, of course, I have to have three versions of this band in different colors. So, oh, you know, got to change color. as cool as mine. The black, uh, it's a black bracelet. <laughs> Yep. The most expensive band out there. That uh, I got it used. Did you really? Well, I bought it. Uh, I bought it uh, uh, um, used, but it's in perfect shape. I, it was like half price. So it was like two hundred something. But I love it. Wow. It's, it's beautiful. It's great. That's crazy. It's good stuff. But yeah, we love bands. So, well, the, well, link in show notes for that article. I thought it was it was great to to hear about uh, hear about that stuff. Um, uh, and we can touch a little bit on AirPods again with the firm, firmware upgrade. There was a great article in uh, Tidbits. Our, our my friend Adam Angst uh, uh, talked talked about some tensions about uh, what was going on about the the AirPods, uh, and we, we we touched upon that during the news. So uh, I'll I'll link back I'll link back to this article in the show notes as well. Do you have any other thoughts about uh, this before we move on 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 that? No, I mean just uh, we'll see how it goes. As I said, it just my firmware just updated the other day, so I'll play around Me too. see if it uh, makes any difference. Right now, I don't hear any any difference. So, all right, so let's move into some some tips. I know everybody's been uh, has has been waiting on. Um, waiting on some hearing about some of the tips that we have this week now one of the tips i wanted to do is actually i wanted to do a bit of a share sheet discussion um, i want to just I'm kind of uh, d- discuss the anatomy of the share sheet and um and um, want you to understand a little bit about, about what it's done done in ios 13 they've really done some phenomenal uh things of, of changing so if everybody's not familiar they know what the share sheet is with uh Probably the most popular place to go is whenever you open up a Safari browser and you want to be able to share something with somebody. That's that that little box on the bottom row there with the with the with this arrow up, right? And you tap that. Um, and I, I'm assuming uh, Warren, you use this all the time, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so what they've done is Apple's added some 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 really enhanced features, and we're gonna. Have, I have an actual image of a with, with some uh, with some arrow pointers that you're gonna see in the show notes. Uh, the the as I as I describe this, um, but uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the actual preview header is at the very top there that they call that the preview header. And if you want to, there is an option under there. So if you want to follow along, go and open up a web browser and then click that share sheet. And then whatever web page you're on, that's the preview header of the actual web page. Under that under in that in that link there, you can t- you could tap the link options. Now, you get you have some other options in there. You uh you can send this automatically as uh, uh you can send it automatically. You can send it as a PDF or you can send it as a web archive. So you have some flexibility of changing that if you so desire. Um then the next row is uh what they call the conversation suggestions. Um so the last people that you have had text messages with are all going to appear in that in that row so it's easy to send somebody somebody something that uh, you uh, want to send to. Also it'll also show um in there if you have uh, any AirDrop devices like my iPad Pro which is right next to me also is in there as a frequent item as an as an Air, AirDrop uh, device uh, so it gives you that option there um, and the third row is the uh, apps the apps themselves that can that can be that can be uh, sent with uh, the share sheet uh, you can actually go in and slide over to the far from left to right and if you tap the more button at the far right at the far right there that's where you can set where your favorites are and you can actually edit those favorites in reorder them um do you uh or do you do you have a lot of favorites in the share, share sheet like that all or you just keep the defaults or i keep the defaults and you know 99 percent of the time it's fine once in a while mm-hmm. i'll be looking for something in the share sheet that i'm pretty sure should be there and it's not there so I, you know i might find that but um yeah i just leave it default so like uh 
right now, my default to airdrop is, is is always in the favorites, so you can't change that. But you can you can actually reorder them. So, like, let's say you want to make uh, if you send a lot of things through Facebook Messenger, you want to make that the first choice. Then you can you can you know grab the hamburger and move it all the way up to the top, and then that'll reorder uh, it to to there. Now, just below that, there are some choices. It says suggestions. Now, if you wanted to add other favorites in there and have them in your favorites list you can um when you when you scroll through the list it's it is going to show uh standard ones that are on there now you do have options to turn off these suggestions too because the suggestions are going to be there at the far right your favorites are going to be the first four um first first five or however many you you create uh, from on the far left um but you can toggle each one of these suggestions off so maybe it might be one that you don't even use like uh i use I have an app called iThoughts, and you know if I tap that off and I tap done, and if I go back in there, uh, it won't show up there at all in, in the list. Um, so you have the, those those ways of, of getting in there, um, and just scroll through the bottom. You have all these other apps that if you, if you want to, if you want the options to be in the apps list in the share sheet, uh, you can do that. And then below that is the our, the actions list. You, you in, in the actions list, so you scroll down the whole row here. Of course, it all it already has the first thing uh, by default would have be like copy. That's probably the most common thing that you use. Um, but you can uh, you can you can do things like add to favorites if like this website you particularly want uh, to be able to add to your favorites in in Safari. It gives you that option. But what I do is I scroll all the way down to the bottom, and then there's an edit actions button here. Um, and then this gives you the option to customize even more. Uh, your, your favorites uh, are in there. So I have added favorites as my first one. I might want to grab the hamburger and move up the, uh, the the copy to the top instead because I might copy things more frequently. So you have options to do that. Um, and you can add other actions in here too depending on uh, what apps you have installed on your device. Um, like find on my page is a Safari action that can be added. Um, you have uh, other actions like... Uh, I have one password you can add there as a, as a, as a particular action. I might want to add that as a as a way to to, to access one password quicker uh, from a share sheet. Um, shorten URL. There might be that. That's that's a nice option. Have you have you played with any of these? Have you have you added any of this stuff in here? Uh, I wish I had, but no, no. Um, I mean, oh, you weren't even aware I, of this stuff. <laughs> no, I am, but you know, it, it's actually a, it's a good thing. It goes to show that you know the what. Whatever I'm looking to do in the share sheet, I usually am able to do and find. So I don't have to. I don't have to play with it too much, and and I use it all the time. I use the share sheet all the time. So, um, yeah, yeah. It, it actually is pretty, pretty intuitive, uh, and it does you know a yeah, lot of things. So, um, you know, I'll play with it, but you know, for the most part, I'm pretty happy with the way it works. And it's, you know, there's some yeah, features. I think most people are. Yeah, there's features uh, with some technology where it's like you know, you could customize it and and, and you know, but a lot of people like it. It's not useful and not, I don't use it. But it's actually I, in some cases you have to use it to do something. You know, like print something. A lot of people don't. Um, a lot of things I'll do will, uh, is uh, open in Safari, which is always a good thing too because uh, some things you're reading on on an app or something doesn't open or look right, so you do that a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a testament that you know I don't need to play around with the settings too much for it to do exactly what I needed to do. Yep. So that's share sheets. Um, any questions? If you want to reach out to us uh, again, email feedback at uh, in touch with iOS com and share with some of the stuff if, that you have as far as uh, what you use the share sheet for. Uh, um, and then uh, the next tip I wanted to go over is actually uh, some of the advanced settings in mail. There were some of the things I wasn't aware of. Uh, I keep forgetting that, that this stuff's in here. And mail does have some settings that you can change. Uh, this is the native uh, iPhone mail app. Um, to get to that, all you have to do is tap settings and then scroll down and go to mail. Um, then when you go in there, um, you have some options in here. So you have allow mail to access uh, settings. So if you want Siri and search to, to be able to access mail, uh, you could do that. You could uh, you can have serious Siri suggestions and all that kind of stuff. Same thing with search. So there's, there's some controls in there for search. Um, for notifications, you can uh, just turn it on, allow notifications. So uh, the 
I have like about five, you, know, you probably are saying like me, I have like six email accounts in my, <laughs> my mail account here. Um, and it, it, you can have it show just the badges um, and you can have it to set where, where it goes if it's in a notification center, if you want sounds, uh, all that stuff, that all, that's all controllable in there as well under notifications. Um, and then cellular data, if you don't want, if you want, don't want to be checking email over cellular data, you can turn that off, which is great. Uh, in the message list, you have uh, preview. And there's, uh, you could set however many lines you want to see in the preview. It can go up to five lines. Do you, do you, have you changed the setting at all? I'm, I'm defaulted to. Yeah, I'm still defaulted to. I haven't changed I don't that. I think there's any reason. Yeah. Um, you could turn on the show two and CC labels. That, keep that off. Um, there is, uh, there is uh, settings as far as how the swipe works. Um, if you swipe left, you can flag. If you swipe right, you can mark as red. You can change those to however you want, however you want to do it. If you want to change swipe options, like you could set, change it to move or archive, you can you can go in there and make some changes to the swipe options. Uh, messages, uh, if you wanted to ask you before deleting, I leave that off. I think most people do. That would drive me crazy. If it, do you sure you want to delete this? <laughs> uh, you keep that off. And then load remote images, you can turn that on or off as well. Have you have you messed that with you? I assume you leave that deleted off I mean, like by default i don't think anybody's touched that right um yeah i haven't touched that the one i did change i think is the swipe actions um because you know, a couple of email accounts change depending on um that behavior depending on the yeah. type of account like gmail um that defaults to archive or something if you swipe it uh where right. some uh yeah i don't want the archive i want to delete it <laughs> yeah so i changed that so you know uh, um and then uh you know like uh exchange will delete if you you know so i i'm like you right uh, if i'm swiping if i'm swiping left um I, I never want to see it again ever ever yeah um and uh the uh rest of the settings that are in here threading uh, the first thing I turn off is organized by thread. That drives me crazy. Oh, me I hate too. that view. Yeah, I hate that too. I hate, hate, do not like that view at all. Uh, collapse red messages. That's on. Uh, most most recent messages on the top. You could turn that on, and uh, you can uh, turn that on and uh, do that. And then complete threads. You can turn that on. That's off. Uh, and then mute threat action. Mark as red. You can go in there and change that or archive or delete. Um, and then blocked, you actually go in and look up all the blocked. This is actually a link where you can get into the blocked phone numbers as well as uh, uh, any emails that you block. Um, and then composing, you got uh, always BCC myself, which I guess some people do that. Do you do that? No. I, I no. Know a lot of some people do that. Oh. They like to have a copy of an email every time they every, every time they send it. That, that's what crazy. that's what sent items are for. Yeah, go back in your sent items a little. Yeah, that's uh, I get enough mail where I don't need to mail myself every time I mail somebody. Yeah, and this is an interesting feature. I haven't even tried this. I didn't even know this one was in here. Mark addresses. You could turn that on, and it says mark addresses not ending with, uh, and you put in like an example, you know, example.com or .org. I never tried that. It's interesting. You know what that is? Oh. Weird. I do that's not. an interesting one. Um, Increase quote level, include attachments with replies. Uh, yeah, you could. I leave that as never. Uh, that's the default. Um, and then, you, of course, since uh, we have m multiple email accounts in our email in, in our mail app, I have eight signatures, and you can have an, a signature per account, or you can use the same signature for all. Well, of course, I want to do per account because each email is different. Um, I'm assuming you do that too. <laughs> no, I have sent from my iPhone. No matter what email account I send it to. Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, I don't like sending that. I take that off. Um, and then you set your def then you set whatever email account is your default. Yeah, so. that idea. Um, um, and you could actually set it to whatever. In here, you could set a default account, but in generally, it's going to. Um, if you're replying to an email, obviously from one of the other accounts, it's going to still reply to from that account. Uh, it's, it, it's not, it's not always going to send from that account depending on some of the situations. Um, yeah. But for the most part, it will. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the last tip we wanted to go over today was uh, how to change your passcode and then skip face ID to enter passcode and other, other things you can do. 
the place to go with it and when you go to that is uh, if you go into the settings uh, area there and then you scroll down and go to face ID and passcode. Um, if you can't find it, you can always search for it at the top there. Um, and when you go into there, uh, of course, it's going to ask you for your passcode <laughs> when you put that in. Um, and then here, this is where you have choices how you want to um, how you want to control what Face ID does. And of course, assuming you have a, a phone that has Face ID, if you have like an iPhone SE, of course you got uh, you have a Touch ID. So, um, and uh, things like uh, iPhone Unlock, uh, I, uh, iTunes App Store, Apple Pay, Password Autofill, you want Face ID to be able to do that. And then you also can set other apps that'll be uh, that'll have Face ID. There's a lot of apps that support Face ID, which is great. I love that, especially banks, which is awesome. Um, and uh, requiring your passcode, you should set that to immediately. You don't want anybody to get a chance to to, to do that. Uh, and and uh, you could you could always turn that off um, and, uh, and definitely get that set. Um, you went, have you gone to any of this stuff and actually messed around with any of these settings? Um, no. Um, other than uh, I did an alternate face ID, so I didn't, you know, that's a little different. But uh, no, I, you know, again, I'm on the beta now, so I'm pretty happy with the way it's working <laughs> as far as the, uh, the face ID thing goes. Right. What, what motivated a lot of people who wanted to skip that face ID right away is if you want to, um, because of the mask, but 13.5 is going to be out pretty soon here. So it'll be kind of pointless to, uh, to do this at this point. But, uh, I think, uh, um, I, I think, uh, it's good, good to know some of these things and where to go, uh, to control the way your phone, uh, and I mean, this all applies for the iPad as well. All these tips that we talked about today, um, did, did you have anything else you want to say about the face ID and, and the security? Nope. Just uh, get excited for the next version that lets you uh, um, yeah. wear a mask. Uh, it, it really does. It, it's, it's such a minor thing that helps uh, a lot. It, it saves you, saves you a couple seconds uh, every time you open up the phone, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we have come to a close of our show this week. Did you have anything else you wanted to add on any of the topics we talked about tonight or today? Uh, no, I think we're good. Um, keep an eye uh, out on the AirPods. I am very curious about the AirPods uh, Pro firmware to see if that changes anything. Because uh, I think you know now. Now that I'm thinking about it more, I I have noticed this issue. So um, I'm going to definitely test that out a little bit more. Um, what else? Uh, I've been playing Song Pop for an app. Um, song pop too. That, that's all that came back. It came back. <laughs> yeah, it was like gone for a while, and then all of a sudden it's like number one or two or three in the app store. So I'm like, why not? I'm bored, um, and I'm pretty good at uh, I'm pretty good at that kind of stuff. So um, that's always good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, we should we should have a Zoom meeting and, and then have Play, a... name that too. Yeah, we should definitely do it. <laughs> so that's been fun, and um, yeah, everything else is uh. It's great. We'll see what uh we'll see what happens this week with uh um you know uh, soon with this uh you know there's all the news stories with the you know governments and COVID tracking and all that. That's yeah, that awesome. keeps going. So yeah, we definitely yeah. checked it out. I mean, so. we could talk about it. So uh, it's really no use to talk about it. So I forgot to mention thanks to Renee Ritchie last week for being on the show. We had a great time. It was a great show. Was Appreciate cool. it. Very cool. And. Uh, yeah, you got to meet him for the first time, and uh, me as well, <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was very, very, very cool. Next week, a programming note, we're going to actually have another guest, uh, Victor Cayo, who uh, was, was a former podcaster, was on the typical Mac user for many years, uh, a long time ago. Uh, but uh, he's a, he's a uh, tech guy, Apple guy, and uh, we wanted to have him on the show and uh, talk about all kinds of fun things that has to do with uh, Apple and iOS and all those related technologies. So um, with that, what do you say, Warren? Should we wrap this up? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's time. It's time for bed. <laughs> it is time. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. This is a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address at feedback at 
InTouchWithIOS.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, come to our, go to our website, InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And Warren, where can everybody find you? Mostly I hang out on Facebook, um, do a lot of uh, with the uh, Facebook uh, groups that are Apple-related, specifically Mac to the Future. That's Mac to the Future. It's a good Facebook group that we talk about Apple stuff and yep. life in general, uh, but mostly uh, <laughs> tech in Apple. Sometimes in Guatemala. Sometimes and most of the time in Guatemala, it seems. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Inside joke. <laughs> And um, you know, Dave and I also do a, a podcast on Wednesday evenings. Uh, I, I had to miss it yesterday because my son had a birthday. Um, Happy birthday, Jacob. Thank you. He turned 17. It's kind of amazing that I have a 17-year-old, but there you go. Um, but normally we do uh, Together with Guy Cyril uh, Wednesday nights on uh, Facebook, YouTube, or whatever the heck he does with that thing. Yeah, he, he is crazy, and uh, I had to do this. Uh, if I can get it to work. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, I, I now have I now have a built-in sound effect for him. That's, so there you go. Uh, That's good. So awesome. anyway, thanks. Appreciate appreciate Warren, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk again soon. <laughs>